to the NFL. What's up, party people in the house? I am Jesse Schneeman, and I'm joined by the brains of the operation, Mike Casper and Chad Mendoza. I think I went to you first last week, Mike. How you doing, Chad? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? I'm great. Living in the 90s, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This is going to be a goodie tonight. I can It it really is. It really is. I'm really feeling it. We're already on brand by screwing up the first first try at this. So uh, we got mice kids in the background. I mean, I mean, look. Just got back from a birthday party. You know, you never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're so on brand. It's ridiculous tonight. What's going on, Chad? It. How's life? Oh, pretty good, man. Just working like crazy and, uh, you know, glad to be done with that and here doing what I like to do. So right on. Uh, how about you, Mike? What have you been up to? Hey, just was in San Antonio today planning some army training towards the end of the month. So we're kind of on the home stretch for these cadets. So I'm just ready to get her done and get into the summer portion. Focus, uh, so, focus more on fantasy, fantasy, you know, in April and stuff. So, so these <laughs> yeah. guys, did these guys actually graduate this year? No, no, they graduate next year. Uh, but like, this is to send them to camp this summer. So we go for a month long camp and I'll be gone for a month too. Just like last oh, year. Oh, you go with so, them? Yeah. The Fort Knox. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, we did. The, I remember that last year. Yeah. So we'll be without you for about six weeks, actually. Yeah, yeah. But okay. well, probably four. Hopefully, not more. Too much more. But, okay. No, that's okay. Actually, yeah. Now that I remember, you you did a show or two from your from your um, from my little dorm, my little. Yeah, room. it was like a little room or whatever. And they were like <laughs> uh, <laughs> really poor audio quality and just going in and army out. cadets running around behind you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, super right on. Yeah, I thought Good I saw times. like a, I thought I saw like a. Oh, never mind. A blowout collar too, floating around. Oh gosh, let's not get into that. Okay, All right, we're having fun tonight. Speaking of news, yeah. Oh, so we I mean, we all know about like we all know what's going on with Russ and Denver and Seattle, right? So actually, what I do want to do is Mike. Let's come on. Let's get a victory lap, my friend. Let, I mean, what are your thoughts? What are you, what what are your hopes? What are your dreams? So sorry, I gotta wind rewind it back a little bit. Okay, 2015 when they were going to Super Bowl 50, I told my wife, I said, "Man, I will watch the Broncos have a losing season for five years if they just win this Super Bowl." Wow. Little did I know, I jinxed them. They did win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I watched some terrible football for five years. And then right on cue, you know, we trade for Russell Wilson. I mean, end of the day, like I was jumping up and down, screaming in my office. Everybody asked what was going on when I told them. They were just like, "You're." They looked at me like I was weird. So, um, but I, I, I was just, ex- I was just ecstatic as a Broncos fan to mm. be able to. Man, I understand as offense, an Eagles fan. Like, yeah, I, I do. I made multiple deals with the devil in 2017 as an Eagles fan. So <laughs> yeah, right. I get it. I totally got it. <laughs> That's what I did because I thought we had no chance to win that Super Bowl. So I was like, right. whatever, I'll do whatever for the next five years. And uh, yeah, that, same. That's what made me get into fantasy more. To be honest, the Broncos weren't as good, so I was like, man, and that that kind of drove me towards mm-hmm. fantasy more. So, um, so I credit that. But yeah, no, I'm just I'm just stoked. I don't think we gave up too much in the deal. It was quite a bit, but. 
we didn't give up. I, I thought we had to give up a wide receiver for sure. Either Sutton yeah. or Judy. That didn't matter. happen. Or Chubb. Gave up. So it yeah, really doesn't matter really what you guys like gave up. Yeah. I mean, like the fact that you had the nine pick really, um, helped. really helped you guys. Yeah, really helped you guys get that done. So thank you, Drew end, Luck, for losing the last game of the season. You've and you've been you've been talking up uh, Aaron Rodgers for so long now. Do you feel bad at all? You know, no. that, I knew it was no. one of the three. I was like, "There's no way." Would you rather Rod- have? Rogers, would you rather Watson, have Russ for longer? I'd rather have Russ. I'd rather have Russ personally. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers for the next two years, but I'd rather have Russ overall because yeah, for like the get... next five, maybe six. I I, yeah. I mean I. The way he plays, I would say six to eight. Yeah, who knows? You know, like he never missed. He didn't miss a game for what six seasons before this year. He was the Iron Man of the NFL. Yeah. Everybody forgets yeah. that he doesn't take bad hits. No, he doesn't. He he's a smart player. And uh, yeah, I mean, his wife is a handful, as my wife always says. But uh, you know, I, I, congratulations, man. I really wanted him to come to Philly, but I knew there was no chance. He no wasn't chance. coming to the East Coast. Yeah. It, Mike, it uh, Mike Kinney's in the chat, and, and he wants to know uh, what our thoughts are on uh, um, the potential of the Seahawks trading for Watson. But we'll, we'll get into that, Mike. We're actually going to play I mean, it's obviously later huge. On. There's a huge potential because they have all that collateral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we Watson's one of the guys we're going to talk about in our in our game, so we'll uh, I'm sure – Talk about some of the landing spots, right? He'll, right, he'll right. Yeah. So we will we will definitely get to to Watson. He's he's pretty high on the list, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So let's tease it. He's fourth on the list. So uh, we're gonna nice. play a little game tonight. Obviously, we always play games. We party. We have fun. Uh, Chad, are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am. I'm gonna go get a beer. So yeah, keep talking, and and I'll go get something. All right, come on back, uh, Mike. What are you drinking tonight? Coconut berry Red Bull. Mm, Delicious. That sounds disgusting. Mm, that's so good. I thought it would what be gross. Like? Like, what, what, yeah, what's honestly, it just tastes like? like berries. I don't really get the coconut flavor. You don't get it. the coconut. That's why I never that's why I never drank it for the longest time. I was like, ugh, coconut gross. But so the berry part, and I was like, okay, I'll try it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I can't do I can't do energy drinks. They make they make me feel really weird. Like my hand my, like my hair is growing. I, I go the other way. Everybody Your knows. hair is growing. At all times, by the <laughs> no, way. but like I can feel it, right? <laughs> so I just like I don't know. It's such an odd feeling. I can't stand it. Um, so I, you know, everybody knows I go the other way. My 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 handle's the herbalist, right? So I'm going the like like I said, I'm going the other way. But uh, I am to Dave Donaldson's disappointment, and if any of my friends, my personal friends who I've all invited this evening, yes. Truly, my friends, I am truly drinking. Gone. Truly, I really truly, like the new, truly like, already finished one. <laughs> well, um, that's actually three. That's my third, but I also had three uh, Topo Chicos during lunch. Mm. I mean, oh, sorry, Topo Chicos are great lunch, dinner, dinner. Yeah, with, uh, Topo Chico, they make a hard seltzer now. Oh, do they really? Yeah, so I had three of those while making dinner. And Gosh, they are really, really I'm good. surprised I haven't seen that because, uh, you know, Texas and Topo Chico are like, you know, you know we have I mean, uh, pretty, pretty synonymous with each other. We have a, a Latino mart here called Amigos and uh, they, they carry all types of 
Topo Chico hard and non hard. And uh, she, she turned me on to it because it's just like, it's, it's just really like more fizzy, extra bubbly than a lot of the yeah. seltzers out there. I really yeah. like it. And the, and the, there's like an underlying flavor to every like hard seltzer you get. And either you like, either I like it or I don't. And the Topo Chico I like, so it's good. Nice. Yeah. Good I'm stuff. drinking um, Ying, Yingling golden uh, Pilsner. Nice. Pretty good. Pretty nice. Good All right. All right, Pottstown, Pennsylvania, very, very near and dear to my heart. So yeah, and I like that one too because regular Yingling is corn beer. It's made from corn and it's got its own flavor, and I'm not the biggest fan. I do like their porter though. Oh yeah, the porter's good. Porter's yeah, really good. Porter's really good. All right, so like I said, we're gonna play a game. Oh no, let's let's keep on. Let's keep on because, uh, well, uh, can we can we talk about the gutless wonder? Wentz, yeah. who that is? I mean, the is that Carson man, Wentz? The Tin oh, Man Matt, has see? no heart, has no heart, oh, has no guts. He, and he goes to the perfect place, right? I mean, the... The the, the only place they, where he can be a leader? The commanders? The WTFs. I'm not going to... I'm never going to call them that, by the way. It's insulting to everyone involved except for themselves, I guess. They should have named themselves the Red Tails. I'm on record now by saying that. Um... You know, it just pays, it pays a lot of heritage to like, you know, DC's history, our country's history and the African-American history of that city, which is, I mean, I live there. It's got to be 60, 70% African-American and they can pick commanders, the people who just came in and dominate. I'm sorry. Let's, let's move on. So, um, yeah, I think this is a great fit. (laughs) I think it's a ridiculous a fit anywhere he goes. He's a, I think he's this is gutless. a great fit. I, I think it's a great fit too as an Eagles fan and you as a Giants fan. Is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm no no no. So honestly, like I if if the Giants were good, which they're not, they're the opposite of good. Uh they're horrendous, right? So it doesn't really matter one way or another. But if they were good, then I'd be worried. Because I I, I think this is an opportunity for this offense to be more dynamic um, with a quarterback who is, I would say, just above competent, which they haven't had for a long time. Um, I think I think he's I think he's capable of putting together a good enough season to run that offense, especially with a guy like um, you know Antonio Gibson if they can utilize him properly, uh, and Terry McLaurin, who I think is one of the most talented wide receivers in the league. If they add another guy to that offense, especially in a, a deep wide receiver uh, draft class here, I mean, the fact um, that or they, if they go out and up. grab a, yeah, I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah. I'm or sorry, if they go I, out I, I and, and, and grab like a, a Allen Robinson or, or a guy like mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, I, I think this could be a really good offense. That offensive line's not bad. Um, you know, maybe they just go out and get a tight end as well. And, and they might be about to up. lose. They might be about to lose the best player on that line, though, if Brandon that's true. resigned. And that's that's so, true. But, I mean, I will say that, like, they didn't give up a lot of draft capital to get him. A couple mm-hmm. of thirds. Only one absolute third steal. and a third next year, yeah. So, absolute I mean, not an absolute steal because this is the kind of guy that he, – he's a franchise killer, man. Like, it's not, it's not the Eagles and it's not the Colts. It's him. I don't, it's obvious I don't at this point. I don't. I don't think it's I mean, that obvious. I mean, he I threw twenty-seven so touchdowns, had seven yeah. picks for. He, but like, from a fantasy picks. lens, 
Out of those seven I know. picks, three of them were for insane. Fantasy, it doesn't that no, no, like for, Zach Wilson wouldn't throw that fantasy, interception. For fantasy, no, but, it doesn't matter. Okay, so so tell me this, right? As a thing, if the Colts as a team are that good, right? Mm-hmm. Three picks shouldn't be the difference. Like three picks outside of the playoffs shouldn't be the difference on your team Agreed. entering the playoffs or staying out of the playoffs. Carson Agreed. Wentz did not lose that season for them. They just weren't good enough. They just That's weren't fair. good enough. That's now, fair. if you it's add, never, if you add, it's never the one play at the end of the season. It's a culmination of the entire season. I agree because they could have won a, a game or two to not put themselves themselves in that position. However, your quarterback is always going to be in that position at one point before the season ends, right? So yeah, I mean, why I, I either just, he succeeds like or he Carson doesn't. Wentz, and I've I think never... Carson Wentz is better than than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL right now that people are paying more for. Um, so Carson Carson Wentz is a lot better when he's on, right? But the problem is from a, from a technical standpoint, and for me to stop saying he's gutless and and tin man, and like I'll stop being like you know derogatory about him and actually do some analysis. What happens is his mechanics and his footwork get off. Right. And it's and as soon as there's pressure, like he does see ghosts. He does scramble when he doesn't need to. He does kind of turtle when he realizes there's a rush and he didn't see it. And like I said, when he does feel a rush, his footwork and his mechanics get off. And that's the problem with him. So and and the other issue with him is that he doesn't doesn't trust the bigger receivers. So like with Alshon and Michael Pittman, he doesn't trust them. Uh, same way da- Daniel Jones didn't trust Galladay to just kind of throw it up and let them win. He won't. He's not really that kind of quarterback, and he won't really do that. So uh, all I mean, those things. I think I think that that analysis is a little off with Daniel Jones, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, he didn't do it with Galladay this last season. I'm not yeah, it's because the design because the, the design wasn't the design wasn't there with uh, okay with okay you know what you know what yeah with Jason Garrett I, absolutely so thank you. you you're probably right about that but everything I just said about Wentz is is I mean I I, I think it's undisputable we 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 indisputable sorry that's the real word um, I, we've seen it for his entire five year career that's what happens with him is. He he gets off schedule and he does the wrong thing and his mechanics get off. Yeah, I mean I, I get what you're saying and I'm I'm not by any means saying that Carson Wentz is a uh, a great quarterback. Um, I just think he's the best quarterback in the NFC East, and Oof. that's not saying much. Wow, it's not saying better Jack? than Hurts. I would take Hurts um, or Daniel Jones over him. Well, Dak hasn't game. been available, right? If and Dak, Dak available, I would take. I think he's the worst. I, I would take. In the I would take Dak. Season. I would take Dak. I would take Dak over him for sure. I would take Dak, but Daniel I need Dak Jones to together a season and Hurts um, over him. But if I'm if I'm the Washington if I'm the Washington football team, I think I can beat every team in this division with Carson Wentz. Um, wow, that's just the way I feel about it. And I'm a Giants fan, and I there's not a team in the NFC East I hate more than the the. I mean, See, I don't even of, hate them anymore, though, because after they changed their name, it's, it's kind of a joke franchise. But uh, on, on, yeah, well, they are, and I, that's why I love this move because I'm an Eagles fan and I want them to fail. But like on top of everything that I just said, technically, like on on a technical analysis football basis, it, there's also the fact that he doesn't take 
hard coaching well. It's happened twice. And Ron Rivera is a tough coach, man. Ron Rivera doesn't he, – he, he's not a soft coach. He's not a player's coach. I mean, he might be a player's coach, but those players that take the Ron Rivera take the hard coaching. And that's not Carson Wentz. I'm going to listen. Tell you that I right remember. Now. I remember at the end of the Eagles era that uh, you know you had Zach Ertz and Carson Wentz and some of the uh, of the other veteran leaders um, chopping it up at the end of the last game um, against the Giants and playing clothes on the sideline after the game when everybody else had left the stadium, just sitting there chopping it up. And then you have um, after he leaves the Colts, players tweeting out you know kind of negative sentiments about. Uh, the Colts kicking him off or sending him away for what they did. So I, I mean, I just don't think that there's all of this uh, evidence to say that this guy is, is bad for the locker room or um, that the team doesn't think much of him. I think I didn't maybe say the, any of that though. No, no, but I, I've, I've been hearing it. Right. So I just don't I mean, think that's that, on top of everything else I said though. So you're like disputing things that I didn't even throw out there. No, but I'm not, I'm not talking about you, Jesse. Relax. I know. But He's talking about well, I mean, the general media towards Wentz, what they're saying. Okay, but I'm wondering, you, what I'm Jesse. saying is there's 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 seven other issues with yeah, him. Yeah, but I dis I disagree with you. That's okay. Um, now I'm just talking That's about okay. Wentz as a whole. So uh, yeah, that I is just, okay. Because at I his just, core, uh, he's a, he's man. He is at his core, he is a supremely talented quarterback. That if he really put it all together and fixed his mechanics and got his head right. Yeah, absolutely. He could probably be a top ten quarterback in the NFL. He, but that's the thing. Either like he doesn't have to be a top ten quarterback. I think if you're paying, if you're paying two thirds or whatever they did, a second and a third, whatever it was, they're not expecting a top ten quarterback. They just want a competent quarterback, which I think at worst is what he is. Yeah, I mean they only paid two thirds, so at worst yeah. he's got stopgap for a year, but. How many how many years are going to year? I mean, so. you look at all of the quarterbacks that have been thrown around: the Darnolds, the Bridgewaters, the yeah. uh, Fitzpatrick. He's better than all those guys. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. Noticeably better than all of those guys. I agree. So, I mean, you never I, win I in anything with any of those. I mean, Darnold's basically unplayable, right? I mean, he's pretty much. They have to replace him this year. You know, whether it's yeah. a, with a rookie or or. A veteran that absolutely like out like a a rookie that might replace him after a few games, or a veteran that just outright, you know, beats him in training camp. I, I I don't see how you can just go into a year with with Darnold as your quarterback, and unless you're tanking, you know, yeah. which I I don't see the Panthers. They can't really do that, and like teams can't really tank in the NFL. There's too much on the line, and and so much. Too much changes from year to year in the NFL. You can't take. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. um the uh, um sleeper released a notification that I just saw maybe like right before we went live. I don't know if um if it's true or not, but uh saying that the Panthers were going to go hard after Watson or something, which is interesting. Um, yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. But um. Yeah, I think it's I mean, obvious. I think it's obvious that they're, they're going to go hard after him. It's whether or not he'll accept to go there. Yeah, I mean, it's where near where he used to play college ball, right? So that's, that's where true. People too. think the allure mm. might be. That's true. Um, too. Yeah. But at the same time, like it depends what they have to give up. I feel like Panthers don't have a ton, like compared yeah, to some yeah. other teams. Like unless they give up like three firsts this year, next year, and the year after, you know? Like yeah, yeah, right. 
Yeah, it's going to take a ton. Um, And, man, if uh, imagine – just imagine this, right? Christian McCaffrey is obviously a much better player than um, uh, uh, David Johnson, right? But imagine if they gave up Deshaun Watson and part of that trade was like (laughs) – Christian McCaffrey. A first in Christian McCaffrey. (laughs) I mean, that would be stupid as – that would be stupid as hell. Oh, uh, it would be hilarious. I mean, I wouldn't hilarious. put it past. Him. I'm considering the nuke for David Johnson. Trade, That's what I'm but... saying. Yeah. yeah, we're like, we it's want the running regime. back. Throw it's in a first. Regime. We'll be good. And your kicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we even know who Washington's kicker is at this point? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Carolina. I have no idea. I, don't, I haven't Maybe. played with kickers for years. Is it Kyle <laughs> so. Allen? I Isn't do that bad, like. I do in my redrafts just because I have to. I can't after um, after kickers kind of got phased out of like redraft for me. Like I don't know any of the kickers anymore. (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) I learned about the Bengals one in the playoffs. Like cool. (laughs) I'm sure if I started playing Madden again, I might I might learn some of them. But yeah, doesn't matter anymore. I have yeah yeah. It's 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 the most random thing in football whether a kicker scores points or not. All right, let's do this. Let's yeah, let's play a game. Let's let's have some fun. I mean, this has been fun so far. I already had an argument between me and Chad, so that's good times. (laughs) (laughs) A debate. We'll call it a debate. Right on. I mean, I like argument. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Right. Yeah, because I mean, when it comes to that player. I'm not debating shit. I know how much you hate him, but yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I don't want. I don't want to get I, back I, into I really it. did try to give like a but, like an unbiased but, analysis. But Jesse, Jesse, you 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 have to give Wentz credit in your Super Bowl run year mm-hmm. for getting the wins to get you in place. I, like I, just me as a Broncos fan for Super Bowl Fifty, Brock Osweiler is a terrible quarterback. <laughs> he was horrible, but if he wouldn't have come in for injured Peyton Manning. We would not have been the number one seed. And if we would not have been the number one seed and played every game at home prior to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. there is not a chance in hell we would have made it to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's a, so that's like a little bit different. Like Wentz was playing at an MVP level. Oscar, I like know. That's five, why I'm, for like that's a five why I'm but I see hates him so much. I'm like, no, but I'm, he like, I'm just saying, he like got saying you to you. like the 10 yard line and then like uh, took you over it. Osweiler was like barely better than Peyton Manning, who at that time was like horrendous. So. Yeah. Like, but that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Hate like, Manning hate someone just such a rag someone so that bad that did something so no, special I agree. to get you there. Like, granted, he didn't win Mike. it for you, Mike. Yeah, but Foles, was, Foles wasn't getting him there. That's for sure. Foles was. It's just, just like, man, give that dude some credit and be like, hey, thank you for your service. Get the hell out of town, or this you is know, the something Philly like mentality, that. Mike. It's, it's like, crazy to me. Well, damn. I, so like up until that point where like he was diving for that touchdown. And you know he got hit in the knee with that helmet, and you I, cried when he, that happened, didn't you? Yeah. Oh my god, I was I was actually watching that with Christy, and we weren't <laughs> even we weren't married at that point, and like I was watching it with her and her kids, and like I jumped up and started screaming, and it was in her house and throwing shit, and like oh my god, this is it. This is our Super Bowl. We were gonna win the Super Bowl. And it's over. And no MVP. Blah blah blah. And I'm throwing shit around. And now I realize that, like, 
Nick Foles was, went on such a hot streak. Who's to say he wouldn't have gone like that hot streak couldn't have started before that? Oh, shut so, up. Like, oh, gosh. Let's yeah, let's go. For agent number one, bitter <laughs> Philly fan. Jeez. All right. We're playing a game. We are playing free agent landing spot part two. So we, we went over the big names first the first time with uh, with Jerry and Chad was the host and, you know, he railroaded me out of my win. That's cool. <laughs> Tight. I mean, I mean, this is kind of how this is. Like we branded it that I, I, as, as much as I want to be the wild card, Charlie Kelly, really, I'm just Dennis. And you're all sons of bitches and I'm pissed off at all of you. <laughs> so that's oh. a, you know that's how it goes you guys are the brains of the operation and i just alternate between always sunny characters your right? alter egos <laughs> at, at some at some point i'm gonna turn into um frank and that's when you're in trouble <laughs> good show i just started rewatching some of it and man yeah uh, it's that amazing. episode with the play was oh uh, just horrendously amazing nightman so yeah oh uh, it's just such a masterpiece. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, watch that episode. I I wish I knew what it was called. Is it's um, everybody? Everybody that likes it's. Uh, I think it's just called Dayman, actually. Yeah, just gold, gold. Yeah, I mean, gold. it's 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 what we aspire to be. Basically, if we can get to that level of beautiful chaos, that's that's when this show will be at its pinnacle. Right. All right. Player number one. <laughs> Mike's so sick of it. Mike's ready to go. 30 minutes in. <laughs> All right. So number one is we're going to go with not a skill position. We're going uh, uh, offensive tackle Teron Armstead. The Saints were not able to tag him because they're, I mean, apparently for one team in the NFL, the NFL, the uh, salary cap is real. So Teron Armstead. Uh, the absolute best left tackle, franchise left tackle on the market. Mike, who's he going to? Go to Chad. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to defer to Chad. I'll All take right. second pickings here. You're losing, it. You're losing one-tenth of a point for that. Gosh. Chad, who's Teron Armstead going to? Teron Armstead is going to the San – or oof, I was about to call him the San Diego Chargers. He's going to the L.A. Chargers. Um, mm. You know – Pair him with uh, Rashawn Slater and uh, get that offensive line back to its pinnacle. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't – I think he needs to go to a to a competing roster, right? I mean, that's the only people that are going to really shell out for him that uh, um, I think he could be, you know, really effective in, in that offense. I don't think he's going to want to end up somewhere like, uh, you know, the Bears or something after that stint in, in New Orleans. So that's that's just where I, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna want to go to a winning roster and, and that's just where I think would be a good fit. Right on. I, yeah, I agree. Mike, what do you think? I'm gonna say the Bengals. Okay. So mm. after after you know what happened in the Super Bowl, right? With the what, what was it like nine sacks or seven in the second half, right. whatever it was. You know when you're talking about compete. You know, ready to compete now, win now, teams that need to get that last piece on the line. Um, we all know Joe Burrow needs it, and I, I think it'd be great for him. So let's let's, let's get him to the Bengals. All right, like so, it. yeah, right on. What, what I want to know is who's got more – because these are both great landing spots. 
I would love to see him in both of those places. So who's got more cap space? Well, with the trade of Khalil Mack, I know the Chargers went down a little bit. Um, I think they both have enough, though. Um, yeah, they're both Chargers. above twenty. They're both above twenty mil. They both have enough. Yeah, I see Chargers at twenty three, and yeah, Bengals actually with thirty four. So that's the tiebreaker for me. So Mike, you get the point. So I, I think those are both excellent landing spots. Both of those are. First-rate offenses that need a left tackle, um, really good. The landings, uh, like the like I said, the tiebreaker is the is the cap space because he's the premier tackle on the market. So the team with the most money wins. Any arguments um, on that? Um, uh, no. I mean, no, not really. That's pretty fair no. logic, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind. Pretty off-brand for me, but. <laughs> There you go. Um, the the one I the only other one. So like I had thought of those both when I when I came up with this, and the only other one that I thought um, worked a little a little less because they don't have the cap space is uh, the, the Rams because of Wentworth and their ability and, and their willingness to go all in on any player. I just yeah with the cap space, I mean, it probably they would have probably been like more of a four. Right, be at, instead of a five in this. Yeah, how much? Yeah, how much yeah. cap space? Oh, yeah, they're like twenty mil under the cap right now. Yeah, yeah I mean over twenty mil over, over the cap. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, they they would have to do a little more dancing than the other teams, right? Because yeah. they have they have other. I mean, all teams have holes they need to fill, but the Rams, I think, have. They're they're more studs and duds than other teams, so they have more holes, right? All right, so Mike's up one point, and next is was so pissed we didn't get to cover him on our on our first show. Chad didn't bring him up, but Allen Robinson, my boy from Penn State, where is he going, Chad? I mean, sorry, Mike. Yes, he's deferred the first time. Sorry, yeah, it was just like a kickoff, right? I won the coin toss. Um, <laughs> I guess. Hey, so, as far as Allen Robinson goes, I don't think this is the most you know awesome fantasy position but i just feel like it's where it's going to be and i think he's going to go to the patriots i think he can be the de facto number one for mac jones um kind of help his game out um kind of be relevant again you know he really just you know petered out in you know the with the bears and i think he just needs an accurate quarterback that can get him the ball so um we could talk about one of these higher profile places. I've already taken a lot of them those for my choosing though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Patriots and he'll be Mac Jones's number one there. All right. So Patriots, number one wide receiver, boundary guy, ex wide receiver for the Pats. What do you say, Chad? All right. Yeah, I'm um I kind of alluded to this uh before and and maybe this is like deducting a point for me because I know uh Jesse's feelings on this team. But uh, I'm going to go Washington. I think you pair him up with Terry huh. McLaurin and, and Carson Wentz in that offense. Um, I think he can do a lot of damage there. I think uh, he's going to want to be in an offense that uh, is is dynamic, and I think that offense is going to be dynamic with, with the state of that offensive line, with the running back they have there, with the wide receivers they have there. And there's no third real threat unless De'Ami Brown, you know, magically appears. Um you know, there's no third guy that's going to eat up any any amount of time there for him. Uh, he's a different player than than Terry McLaurin, 
Um, you know, Terry has a, a good amount of speed to him that can really compensate on some of those uh, deeper routes and opening up the underneath spots for uh, for Allen Robinson. And he's also just a jump guy that, you know, Terry McLaurin's kind of not. So I think it's a, a perfect pair. Right on. Okay. So I, I, I do think Allen Robinson get, can get some separation, which is something that, that Wentz needs and looks for. Um, I, I, I do think that's a good fit. Um, I don't think Carson Wentz is anything above league average at best. But I also don't think that Mac Jones is anything above league average at best at the moment. He may take a leap, a leap forward, but from what we've seen from him, um, he's content to take a check down. You know, they don't take a lot of shots downfield. Who is his and number one wide receiver? Nelson Aguilar. I believe. Okay. Who is his second one? I think I, so like, I think, Kendrick um, Bourne? I think with the, with the Patriots point taken, I, I would just yeah. want, I would want to, absolutely a, a, a wide receiver that offers some dynamism in that offense with Mac Jones skill set. Yeah. You know, he's I'm not, not saying they don't draft dynamism. someone too. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, but mean, I would just want multiple options that add some of that. Uh, I actually think, you know, I actually think the receivers, they have, have dynamism, um, and born and, Aguilar, they just there's no consistency in either one of them. Yeah. Um. So, like, all right, here's what I think. I think he's a good fit anywhere. Alan Alan Robinson is, is a separator. He's an X. He's a boundary receiver. It's hard to find, and like I do think that he can fit into almost any um, system. I wouldn't want to see him go to Tennessee. That would be like a a, a one or a zero for me. Right, because I don't think he fits there with Tannehill. But these two, I think, are pretty good fits. Um, I I don't think that either quarterback is elite. Right, I, as much shit as I just talked about Carson Wentz, I do think that Allen Robinson is the type of receiver that that Wentz needs. Um, and having McLaurin to take some pressure off of him is, I think, a good thing. And I and I think that. In New England, um, yeah, he's also what they need because they do have some down downfield threats that aren't consistent. And Allen Robinson is consistent and will get open in your um, intermediate routes where you really need a first down. The the thing that um, takes a little hit for the Pats for me is the loss of Josh McDaniels. So I don't know that they're that their offense is going to be as nuanced and is, is going to utilize skill sets as, as well as they have in the past without, without Josh McDaniels. Cause I really think that he is, is an excellent offensive mind, even though he failed in Denver. I don't think it was because he doesn't know how to run an offense. I think it's because he didn't at the time know how to run an, an NFL team. Right? Yeah. So um, for all of those reasons, I'm giving you guys a tie. It's a it's three three, you know. I think they're both good answers, not great. There you go. Any arguments? I mean, yeah, I think my answer was better, but yeah, I think I think, I think mine was too. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. So next, okay. Yeah. What's the background noise I'm hearing? Um, probably my kids watching some movie. I know. Beside the kids, no, that's fun. That's just fun. There's like a little beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it's gone. I hear singing for sure. It actually (laughs) just went away, so we're good. We're moving on. Christian Kirk. All right, so this is a guy that I think um, 
people see as a sort of a lower tier wide receiver. However, I feel like he's getting a lot of like upper tier NFL buzz. Chad, what do you think? Yeah, I was uh, really stuck with this one. I didn't know what to do um, as far as where to send them. There was three teams I was really close on. Um, but, but I was thinking of a team that's probably going to want a low cost option at wide receiver who, who could maybe bring in another guy in the, in the draft, um, who has a good, what I would call X wide receiver already in place. Um, a team I can, I think can I, that either has a good quarterback in place or can bring in a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this team has to bring in a good quarterback. So I'm going to go with the Colts. Hmm. Like, I think uh, he's going to be a really good pair with uh, with Pittman already there. I think their skill sets kind of, um, you know, complement each other. Uh, I think, you know, Kirk is one of those guys that is, I mean, he's a fast receiver, but he's quicker than he is fast. You know, I think his, his quickness is a little bit underrated. Um, so I think he can do a little bit more of that under, uh, um, under the uh, – that kind of intermediate and, and short route work um, while Pittman kind of, you know, stretches the field a little bit. Um, they get him on those deep routes and the intermediate routes. I, I think, I just think they would play really well together. I think the yeah. kids have to bring in a good quarterback, um, whether that's Deshaun Watson, whether that's, um, you know. I th- yeah. I think they're a really good complement to each other. Different skill yeah. sets that complement each other. Absolutely. Yep. Like so, Kirk is the, like the faster, quicker where, you know, Pittman is the guy that can handle the boundary. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, get those two guys on a crosser. I, I, it's trouble for a defense. Yeah. And I think if the Colts are going to bring in um, a guy like Deshaun Watson, then they're not going to have the picks to go and, and spend uh, a high, a high, I mean, a high value pick on a, on a wide receiver. And if they're paying Deshaun Watson, they're not going to go out and buy the splash wide receiver. Uh, right. So I think they bring in a guy like like Christian Kirk, who's a good wide receiver. What was he drafted in the second round, right? Um, yep. And he tested well. His his measurables I mean, are really, really he's good. He's fast and he's quick, um, and he's I just yeah. think he's been um, – Strong hands. I mean, I, I think he can get the job done been, there. I, think I don't think he's been used well, to be perfect. I think he's been miscast as yeah, a, more of a slot receiver, and he's yeah. been playing outside I, a lot more yeah, than I think Right, right, right. I see him more of a Z kind of move guy. Or yeah, he's not not. I mean, that's what he came to the league as. He was supposed to be. I mean, he, but he was supposed to be a, a guy that could become a premier slot wide receiver, and I think he can still become that. Um, I, I, I mean, mean I yeah, still he can play he can that. play the outside, but not necessarily like. Ooh, sorry, not necessarily yeah. like always the boundary guy. Do you know what I mean yeah. by that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a guy that's versatile, but you, you just want him to do most of his damage in the slot. That's what he's just always done. Right. Um, it's what he's shown that he's best at. And yeah, they. They really didn't let him, to be honest. Sure, I just, I, I, I just, I, I hate when guys get typecast as slot only. I, I have yeah. a real, I don't know, I guess a little PTSD from Justin Jefferson. You know, being no, I mean, there's slot only and when there's when nothing, that guy is, can do anything. No, there's there's nothing wrong with a. Uh, I mean, there's not to say a guy that does a, a lot of work in the slot can't go out and, and yeah. do work other places. But I mean, he's got the I size. Mean, if you're, to play outside he's he's it's not, like, a, like i said he's not he's not six four you know 220 like holiday but yeah i mean it's like outside. a guy we both like right like sterling Shepard. when he's healthy he, he does a lot of damage in the slot 
Um, but he can also move around and, and do things elsewhere. It's, it's just that's a strength of his. And I think the same thing with Christian Kirk, both similar kind of uh, um, similar. I mean, Kirk's a little bit more physical, but uh, similar kind of players where where Kirk can can do a lot of that damage in the slot and also just be moved around um, to yeah. get creative with the offense. Yeah, I'd see I'd, 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 I see him as a little he's probably a little faster, but less agile than Sterling Shepard. But good comparison. Mike, what do you think? So I'm not going to lie, Chad, in case you can tell from my reactions, stole mine. Um, <laughs> I, I think the big downgrade with Indy Wright is we don't know their quarterback situation right now. So mm-hmm. obviously there's the rumors of Jimmy G and stuff, but I, I definitely think he'd be a good fit there to to match with Pittman. Pittman. But just, just you know, looking at other teams, I, I just have a feeling Kirk is going to want to get the bag. I feel like he's not – you know, he, he wants to get paid. He was a second rounder, so he, he's never really gotten it. This is his first big payday, right? So um, I, I kind of broke it out to the Jaguars or the Texans, um, to be honest. And I think as much as I'd like to go have him go to the Jets, no, no, you know, I am going to stick with the Jags just because they have more money. Um, and I, I think Chark, Chark walks, um, mm-hmm. like we talked about last time we uh, talked about free agency. So take him to the Jags, you know, let him, let him be that inside guy for – Trevor and you know, kind of figure it out. I guess I don't know. Right. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure old Dougie P can figure out how to use uh, someone like Kirk. I think he's a good player. I think he's been miscast, like we said. So um, seeing him somewhere new, I think would be definitely good for his ceiling. I mean, all right. So I have some confidence in Dougie P, but I'm not like sure that he could figure it all out. So. I mean, Dougie P without Frank Reich is a different thing. Uh, and my, Frank Reich without Dougie P was a different thing too last season. So <laughs> I, I would say that, yeah, that's true too. So I would say that that's got very high upside, right? If Trevor Lawrence turns into what we think he's going to be, Doug Bre- Peterson understands how to use him. Yeah, man, Christian Christian Kirk's a great guy for that offense. But obviously there's huge downside, right? I mean, what if Christian or what if Trevor Lawrence or like, you know, is what he showed he was last year and it didn't really have anything to do with the Urban Meyer? I don't know. We'll see. I I, I just think I, I just I gave Colts. I gave the Colts a four, even though they don't have a co- a quarterback, because I believe that Chris Ballard has a plan. Is going to bring in a, a veteran quarterback this year. I, I truly believe that. But I, I think my opinion should have less to do with this game than it has previously. So the Jags have a quarterback, right? Where the Colts don't have any quarterback at all. They don't even have Jacob Eason anymore, right? Who who is their backup? Um, I have no idea. It's a, obviously have to make a move, and what if that move is a is a rookie? You know, and these rookies are, you know, like what if it's Desmond Ritter? Do you really believe in Desmond Ritter to make Christian Kirk a? Yeah, I just I don't view year. that with the with the team and and how they how I think they view that team. I don't see that as likely. I don't, see that. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. I see a Jimmy G or 
Kirk Cousins if that becomes the thing, or who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, Mike, I want it. I want to make this a tie, but I have to say that, like, I just think the Colts are in a better position to make Kirk successful, and I believe that Chris Ballard is. Like I, I've said this on our podcast and Dynasty Fever podcast and um, the SmackDown as well. That I just Chris Ballard is too good of a, a GM to not have a plan to bring in a real quarterback. Even Tell if, us, Jesse. Even what if other podcast were you on? <laughs> I was on uh, Chad Mendoza <laughs> live. <laughs> no, but seriously, like. I just believe in his plan to bring somebody in. There's something going on there with him. And I I hate to make this about opinion, but that's what we do, right? So, Chad, you get the point. All right. I mean, I'm Thanks. giving the Jags a three, and I'm giving the Colts a four. The Jags are the Jags, and Trevor Lawrence has not shown that he can make a uh, – you know what I mean? And, like, Doug Peterson is has not shown that you make a wide receiver one. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, man. So we're going to move on. We're going to move on. All right, so we're tied. We're tied. Actually, no, we're not tied. So we had... Yeah, we are. We are tied. (laughs) We had had a tie, and then we had a one-on-one. So we're tied. We're going to to player number four, which is Deshaun Watson, who today got got cleared for all criminal charges, which means... I don't know. In my opinion, it's it's a matter of days before he's traded. Uh, yeah, I saw sure. something today that told everybody to shut up about it being a matter of hours, right? Yeah. And I hadn't even considered that. You know, I I, I, didn't, I didn't even realize that it like was was that evident, imminent, <laughs> not eminent. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm betting this is close to this scenario. Like, to be honest, with what happened with the Broncos and the Russ, like. Rogers announced he was going back. Like, I don't think the Broncos GM was stupid. He's talking to other people and getting other trades as close to done as possible. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, you see Russell Wilson soon after. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's tomorrow yeah, or, you know, as early as, or as early as right. Monday. There are things pretty much in place. It's, I, I pretty much figure it's like, all right, this is what I have. This is, this is my final offer from this team. All right. What do you have? And then this is my offer. You know, he's going to go between four teams and ask them, all right, what's your final offer? And that's going to take a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So who did we start with last time? Me. All right. Mike, considering that Deshaun Watson has been cleared of all criminal charges, still has the civil stuff, may get suspended. I'm guessing it's no more than Zeke's four games may even get reduced to like two games. I don't think it's going to be major suspension. Where do you think he goes? So, I mean, there's also more that goes into that too, right? Because number one, he has to waive his no trade clause as far as I'm tracking. Yeah, so it has to be where he Um, wants to And then the team he's going to has to have enough to give up while still having enough there, you know, to make him – you know, relevant, I would, I would think like, I wouldn't want to go somewhere and be like, Oh, Hey, I have no idea who I'm throwing the football to anymore. Right. And it's not just going to be, you know, two first and two seconds, right? Yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be a shit ton. Yeah. It's, I think it's going to have three firsts in it. Um, 
And and how that happens, I don't know. I don't know if there's a team really set up to do that that meets all of the criteria, you know, that we just kind of broke down. Like Seattle, you could argue might now, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I just don't see him wanting to go there. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but um so I'm I'm gonna roll with Carolina because we talked about it earlier. Um you know, before the pod, you know, has, you know, howdy to uh, Austin in the, in the chat, big Panthers fan out there in a Durham or Charlotte or wherever he's at. But uh, I, I just see that's his old stopping, stomping ground. And I would love for him to go there. I, I think they'll have to give up one of their, you know, key defensive pieces, whether it's Burns or Chin or maybe even Horn coming off the injury. Be, yeah, I think it's be Chin and Horn. But I don't. I don't, and first, and I just seconds. don't want to see a DJ Moore and a Christian McCaffrey go for fantasy purposes' mm. sake. I feel like that's one of the best fantasy scenarios where he could go to. Where, um, you know, obviously, you know, different. It's going to be a different OC and stuff. But I think he could really have a chance to thrive there. Go to the East Coast, get out of Texas, um, still give him some weapons, and you know, first this year, first next year, and you know, two of their good defensive pieces that they got and they, they might be able to get a deal done. Mike Kenny says, does Watson go f- for more than Wilson? I think so. Yeah. I think yeah, so. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Cause he's, just because of how much, so younger much he younger. Is. He's seven yeah. years younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, and, and he showed to be an, an elite quarterback when he's, you know, playing and healthy. Exactly. I mean, he's so, never been unhealthy. That's the other thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say Carolina. What do, what do you think, John? So, okay, let me ask this question really quickly. Um, are we saying where we think they will go or where we think would be the best spot? And it's they, a com- they, they I'm, I, it's a combination happen. of the it's a combination of the two. So like if you say a place that Cuz there's make- there's a place, there's a place where you can drop him in this offense and it would become instantly a good offense. Which but I think he, will happen for a lot he, of offenses. But no, he listen, has listen. no trade so, and he and won't then, go there. No, so listen, listen. So he wants to go to this place, right? Mm-hmm. They have the capital to get him easily by far more than any other team in the league, right? Yeah. But the right, owner right. said before, they don't want to do it. Before you, Before you go on any further, so my criteria, I have tried to mirror yours as best I can, right? So it's best fit um uh, realism best, best fit and best realism right a okay. combination of the two okay and so that's what uh, I've been i'm just gonna to throw this so one out far. there then so i'm just gonna throw this one out there then uh the new york giants oh okay so make your point there's only there's only one thing stopping watson from going to the giants one thing and one thing only it's that the owner has previously come out and said that it's not gonna happen this is before the charges were vacated, so things can change. I, I, I the Texans owner that. said that, or the Giants? The Giants. So, so the Giants I, I haven't even heard that, and I also find like media comments to be arbitrary. Yeah, they asked him in a really they asked him in a press conference um, after the firing of uh, um, the staff, and and he said no, it's not happening. Um, yeah, I don't but again, that. that was before that, that was before the charges were dropped and, and everything like that. You know, yeah, that means innocence. nothing to me. That means yeah. nothing to me. So, um, anyways, they have the fifth and the seventh pick in the draft. Right. Right. They have yeah, Saquon huge. Barkley, who has been yeah, the discussion. Huge ammunition. 
Ooh, yeah, Barkley. they have Daniel Jones, who if they're moving on from him, right. you throw right. him in the trade, right? So you have the fifth, the seventh, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. You throw in one more future first, that's guaranteed to get it done. You I might mean, not Jabril, even have to. Jabril Peppers made it happen with Odell, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, so, I know he missed the year, but he's still a hell of a player. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, or, I you mean, know what I mean? Like they. Ha- I mean that's that's an example. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is they have a shitload of like young, good defensive players that they could trade. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, they they have a ton of a ton of ammunition um, to go and get that trade done. They can make the salary cap situation work just by shipping off Daniel Jones and Saquon in that trade. Um, and. Yeah, I mean, he wants to go to the Giants. It's been widely reported that that was Has his it? number one. Des- yeah, his number one destination when they were initially originally announcing teams was New York. He wanted to go to the Giants. Hmm. Um, so yeah, man, I, I mean, I, 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 it's a good argument, man. It's really good. I like. I, all right, so I am going to like throw out the owner comment. And I'm also going to throw out the "it's been rumored he wants to go there" comment. So, like, I'll make I'll make Giants a, a neutral, right? Man, that's a really good landing spot for him. It's really, really good. So, if you look at it, and I'm going to say that Saquon doesn't go in that trade because I don't think they would do that. I, I think they have way too much invested in elite player that they like. They want to pair elite players. So why would you, I think there's defensive players that you would rather add to that trade. Right. And just the fact that they have the five and the seven, right. And Daniel Jones. So like you already have these two elite picks and a quarterback that is a maybe, right. I really like it. So like, as far as, what Houston would accept. So you might have to throw in your next, like your 2023 first as well. Yeah. Which is but if fine. you're throwing Watson in there, it's probably going to be a, a later one anyway. So. Right. Exactly. So like I, I've all along been, been like considering like what would an Eagles trade with Houston look like because they have so much draft capital and a young quarterback to throw in. So, like, the 15, 16, and 19-plus hurts. I, I don't really think that's as attractive as the 5-7 Daniel Jones and a 2023 20, first. Like, I would rather have the Giants package. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I see Daniel Jones and Hurts as actually kind of similar, right, where they're – they're just like young athletic quarterbacks that could hit their ceiling or could not. But if they do, man, they're Josh Allen. Sorry, not Josh Allen because neither one of them has that arm. But Nobody if they hit their ceiling, they're they're elite, right? Yeah. Neither one of them has that crazy-ass arm. But if they hit their ceiling, they're elite, right? So it could be like a Josh Allen-type leap. So, man... I love that. I love that, Chad. You're getting the point for that. I was going to say give it to him. Yeah. I like it. I mean, it, 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 I hadn't considered it, and and you kind of surprised me with it. But, man, that's a great point, Chad. 
Good job. So uh, Chad's up two points to one. And we are moving on to, I mean, a lesser name. You know, that was exciting. But we're going to, I think this one's interesting because he just got replaced. So Gerald Everett is a free agent. Gerald Fant, or I'm sorry, Noah Fant just got traded to Seattle. So where's, I mean, Gerald Everett, I mean, he showed out a little bit, even though Russ was hurt for half the year. I mean, I, I, at the end of the year when Russ came back and, like, he had his couple couple games to get healthy and then got healthy, that was his guy. And it, it, it really was apparent that, like, he trusted him. So I, what do you guys think? Can he go somewhere and be fantasy relevant? Chad, what do you, what do, what do you think? I, I don't honestly think that he can go anywhere and be fantasy relevant. Okay. Um, I think that, you know, Seattle was – I mean, Seattle just seemed like such a great destination. But um, Russ, Russ's season got so sidetracked. Yeah, but I mean, for him to do nothing. No, he didn't like, do nothing. At the end of the year, man, he showed out. He was like a, he was like a fantasy starter in the playoffs. Like, you know, yeah. lower end as a flex. Yeah. You didn't want yeah. him as your starting tight end, but he was a flex and a tight end premium. Yeah, but that's – I mean, you're talking about a skill set where he should be one of the premier pass-catching tight ends in the league. Yeah, no, but um, he's not. I mean, we realize that he's not that at this point. Yeah. yeah. So as, I, as a role player, is there somewhere he can go and be a you know a depth piece on your roster? Um, yeah, I think um, – Gosh, I already said the Chargers. I think that would be a, a spot. Um, I just, man, I don't see any spot that. I think there's so many better options than him out there. Yeah, um, for a, tight end, there's some tight ends out there. I mean, yeah. not great tight ends, but they're like athletic profiles. I mean, because you even even some of the ones that we put on the list, right? Like Ertz, I'd rather have Ertz. OJ Howard, I'd rather have OJ Howard. Hmm. Um, we and those OJ guys Howard. aren't even. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't know. Like, I like Gerald Everett personally. I like him over. He's fine. I, I think I like him over OJ Howard because he's actually done it. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have OJ Howard because if I'm if I'm putting a guy on the on the roster that's not in uh, at least above average uh, production wise as a pass catcher, then I want a guy that's a good blocker, and I think OJ Howard's a pretty good blocker. Okay, um, that's a that's a really good point because Gerald Everett can't block. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. So, man, I might just give Mike the point because I, I honestly yeah, can't think. No, of don't give him the point. <laughs> I was gonna say he better make a decision before you bait him into Let's one. Pick a team, yeah. dude. Or just... <laughs> Gosh, I mean, just all right. Pick, I'll just... I mean, outside of Cleveland, there's no wrong answer, right? I'll just, I'll just pick the Chargers. Just throw them on the Chargers, and if you mm, can't do it there, like that. It's, I mean, it's got to be like the premierest of premier offenses. Uh, I mean, I actually like, I actually like the Chargers a lot. You know, when we did this, this I like it for thing. him. I don't like it for the Chargers because I think the Chargers have better options. But uh, I like it for the Chargers. I think he and Parham are a good duo. Anyway, what do you think, Mike? So I don't think honestly, he's the piece of shit that Chad does, but I mean, on, but Mike. even guys that I don't think are good, like Evan Ingram, I'd rather have Evan Ingram. Than no, him. nope. Got to yeah, catch the I mean, ball. That's... You got to catch the ball. That guy will would never play for a team of mine. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Chad's we'll okay. Move on. I mean, like, the underheard, the underheard Mike Casper. I feel like we've been talking over this guy the whole. Uh, all, all I was gonna say is, I wouldn't be opposed to him following Russ to Denver. What has Albert O done to get all of the hype that he's gotten? He's caught thirty balls in a season. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like Albert O has improved. He's awesome, amazing. Like he's yeah. he's good. Just people thought he was. Him and Noah Fant were kind of a similar type of skill set. And obviously, you know, Fant's the first rounder. You don't want to pay him more and have to worry about re-signing him later. So go with the later round guy. Cool. Get somebody more experienced in there. Um, I think I think Everett and obviously Everett and Russ had something going. So I, I, I don't <laughs> they had something he, going. They had something going. I mean, he had almost, you know, 500 yards or whatever it was. But obviously, <laughs> Russ missed a lot of those games, right? So, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it wasn't much better for Ingram, man. So, like, come on. There's, like, nobody in the free agent tight end marketplace that's done much of anything um, recently, I guess True. you can say. So, True. It's all speculation. So, I mean, and, and this would have to be on, like, a, a pretty friendly deal just to be like, hey, I, mm-hmm. you know, I liked what I did with Russ. I'm gonna fo- I'll follow him there, and we'll see what happens. Kind of. I like the Chargers a little better. Well, I just, duh. <laughs> I do. I mean, it's it's kind of a shitty pick by you. You know, um, well, I could have said the charge. Let's talk about another. I just, I just, and I'll say I, I the mean, Chargers, and then we'll see who Chad says. I mean, it just, it's, it's next, next it's, tight end, Jesse. Next tight end. Well, I mean, Chargers. Okay, bottom give me a line. I'm gonna give you the bottom line. One sentence. <laughs> One sentence. I like um, Albert O over Donald Parham. Right. So well, that's why I like. That's why I like the charge give me over. give me albert o over uh over freaking everett man i mean you guys <laughs> i'm taking the unknown over the guy who's been a four uh uh a 500 or 400 to 500 yard receiver for like five years straight yeah he's kind of I mean, turned I mean, into like a johnny smith type of narrative and stuff right like you're waiting I'm, for it you just don't see yeah it. you can't wait you guys forever, knew man. you guys knew gerald everett was on the list and you both acted like Oh, I left him blank. I don't know. I left him blank. I, I was like, I'm not doing this. I mean, I, I sent you this. I assumed we'd talk about the more relevant tight ends like Ertz. And <laughs> why would you assume OJ that when Howard I said? Why would you assume that when I when because I sent were, you the list earlier today, the Mike? They were up higher on the list, and your last mention Mike, was. I sent you Everett. the list, and we we're going in order last that I sent it to you. No, we're not. We're, yes, you're reading we from bottom the to top. You read from top to bottom. Oh, sorry. Bottom. Yeah. Gerald okay. Everett replaced yeah, you James Winston Thank you. because I Thank had you. him on the list Thank and we you. did it with on the Jerry show. So. You say yeah. sorry, Mike. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> sorry, Mike. You so, sh- still should have been prepared no matter where he came on the so list. I, I got, were because it doesn't matter. I so, got excited about right. Everett going to, to Seattle and never again will I be tricked. Yeah, like, well, I agree this, with that. That's, he's that's, just not – no, like I'm done with him. I agree. Chad, I agree. I agree, but he is the type of guy that for one or two games this season, if you throw him in there, he might just get you a touchdown. That's depending on tight where end. Is. Yeah. So <laughs> all I have to say is if Mike, if I were doing your quarterly re- review, I would say that it doesn't really matter where he comes on the list. You still should be prepared for every meeting. I did. 
I was prepared. <laughs> that, that was the one that you had to talk to for 10 minutes before he finally threw out the best tight end landing spot for any tight end. All right. Or free agent. Like, come on, bro. Have All right. You're still going to. Compassion. You're, so, you're still getting a below average for that part of your review. Uh, where did you have him going, Jesse? Gerald Everett? Yeah. Uh, Rams. <laughs> Moving on. Ugh. I only said that to I only said that to me to, to be a dick. <laughs> All right, you who's next? To do that. No, I, actually, I think you do really well in Tennessee. But moving on, Jimmy G. <laughs> the face Mike gave you when you said really well in Tennessee. <laughs> AJ Brown's not even doing really well in Tennessee. <laughs> But they re-signed Westbrook Kine. So I believe I believe in I believe in Tennessee. I think things will change, like progressively change as they need to. But anyway, Mike, what do you what, what, uh Jimmy G is not a free agent. No. He'll need to be acquired by cha- by trade, but we know it's gonna happen. Right. So where's he gonna go? It's gotta be Indy. I really don't see any other team that would number one trade for him and and really like want their services. I think they want that safer quarterback that can guide them through almost Philip Rivers esque to a degree mm-hmm. to get them back to the playoffs. I think Jimmy G can do that. He's got a good good line around him. You know, he's like. Do I think it's the right move In for Pittsburgh, them? No. Did you I, no, I, I mean Pittsburgh was one of the other ones I thought of, right? But yeah. no, um, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. What was your answer? Mine was Indy. This is Indianapolis. Indy. Yeah, okay. Indianapolis. Okay. So obviously you got Pittman there. Um, you know, maybe Campbell will come back, and I'm sure with all the money that they have in cap room now, it's not a rookie. You know, a free agent wide receiver, JT. You know that I think that offense can definitely do something with Jimmy G. So. I, I think a couple of picks will get it done, whether it's a you know a second or you know maybe even a, a third or two. I just don't see Jimmy G staying there. So, yeah, okay, Move right on, in. right on. Yeah, I mean, that's self-explanatory. Chad, yeah, I got the Steelers. You know, I think um, he has enough wide receivers in that offense where he could you know just divvy the ball around and uh, do. Uh, yeah. I mean do just the bare minimum in that offense and be okay. All right. So we can expedite this quickly. And I'm going to look at this from a dynasty point of view, because it's a dynasty podcast. Um, I feel like the Colts have a better offensive line, but um, lesser weapons where the Steelers have a, have better weapons, but a lesser offensive line. So, like, looking at these as two uh, good organizations that fix their problems, you know, and know what they need to do um, from a year-to-year basis, that both of those teams will fix their issues. And I, I, I think they're both excellent landing spots, and I'm going to give them both of four, and that's a tie. I mean, I, I think anybody in the world would 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 really look at that and say Pittsburgh, Indy, those are both really good landing spots for Jimmy G. Like, as far as him being successful for what he needs to do, 
They're both really good coaches that I think can scheme him into success, right? Where like Pittsburgh, they're going to, they're going to run the ball a lot and they're going to take a lot of pressure off of him. And Najee has already shown that he's a really good outlet receiver. So I think that's what Jimmy G needs. Um, the Colts, I think that I, I really believe in Frank, Frank Reich as a, as a designer of an offense. And I think he will design, um, even though they have a lack of weapons, they have the line to go out there and um, just add some weapons and, you know, um, scheme him into success. Whereas like Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's failing is that they don't have the line. Right. But I, I believe in their, I believe in their, um, franchise enough that they yeah that they'll they'll yep. fix that yep so i would give them both of those a four i think they're both uh, mike wants landing. to push back a little bit no i was gonna say how do you guys feel? like i'm honestly kind of convinced that pittsburgh is gonna draft a rookie i kind of don't see I, why not i think they want i don't think they're gonna gonna really bad but they, it's not gonna happen he's not no gonna, it's not gonna, gonna, gonna fall there i'm not think by a long shot up. i think he's top I think 10 talent if I was well, a, I if I was a betting like, man, if I was a betting man, I'm going for uh, Winston. There, I think Winston ooh. ends up in that offense. Yeah, interesting. I think Maybe. Winston stays in in New Orleans, but interesting, interesting. All right, so uh, Chad's still up. Loser, two. Mike. Yeah, no, no, I was tied. I was a tie. So Chad's still up too. Well, I mean, I mean, we're getting close on time, Jesse. So. Maybe all right, you, so maybe two more. But. I mean, yeah, we're actually all right. Two more. All right, cool. I was about to ask you that. We're at one hundred and eight, so um, that's up to you guys. All right, let's go, Zach Ertz. So um, I think he showed last year that he still got the chops. He still got the receiving re- receiving chops to be a a top five receiving tight end. Uh, Chad, where do you think he's going to go? Oh, uh, he's he's got to stay. He's got to stay with the Cardinals. Mm. Um, okay. That's the by far the best spot for him. I mean, he's he's shown in that offense that he could be the player he was, you know, three four years ago. I mean, he he just looked on point in that offense. I I don't see why you would, um, you know, leave that offense and risk you know being a, a lesser part of the game plan, even if the offense is just as uh, potent as, as you know, it is in Arizona. So I, I think he's got to stay. You, you don't leave that kind of success at your age. Yeah. I mean, solid argument. I, I have zero arguments with that. Mike, what do you think? Yeah. So I kind of want him to go where everyone thought he was going to go last year anyways, which is to the Colts. Jack Doyle just retired. Go back with Frank Wright. They get in Jimmy G. Now, granted, this is the they don't have the quarterback right now kind of scenario, right? But you know, they're they're not they're not gonna go with Eason or whatever turd burglar they have back there. So they're you know, backup quarterbacks right now. Um so Doyle retired. Same turd burglar. I did. Um, Love it. But uh <laughs> Yeah, like Mo'Ali Cox is in any competition there. Um, and if Jimmy G's there, man, he could be his, his George Kittle 2.0, just, you know, quite a bit older, right? So um, I, I'd prefer to see him go to the Colts. I wanted him to go last year. So if he goes there this year with I, – I don't know. Like maybe he doesn't like what's going on with, you know, Kyler and his whole drama queen situation and just kind of get out from that. Love it. 
Actually, I love both of those. I mean, the Colts, the Colts have a, a severe need for a tight end with Jack Doyle retiring and like just having nothing else. Um, you know, the cards. I I love to always side with continuity. You know, uh, he he's at he's he, he's in Arizona. He knows the offense already. He's coming back with the same players, and he fit really well. Um, I have to go with what I said earlier. What's going on? What's going on, Mike? Mike is losing it over there. What is so funny? Dude, it's not like you threw up on your mic. <laughs> Did I? You made so big. Like, what happened? I was like, dude, that was gross. <laughs> Me? Did I make a noise? Yeah, Mike and I was were texting each other. It sounded like you vomited all over your mind. <laughs> wow, I didn't even. You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you would have had the camera off, I would have asked if you were okay. Just a mid-sentence. And just I'm, going. like, trying to talk about this, and I see Mike just die in the background. I can't see Chad, so I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know. What did I do? <laughs> Oh man, that was really good. My stomach hurts. Sorry. Wow. Oh, wow. Man. Okay. All right. This is what it's all so about. Who I guess. The who won, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all, right. all right. Let's try to get serious about this Zach Ertz shit. All right. Like who I won? said, like continuity. No, nobody won. They're both fives, man. Like if we oh, said, er- if we said, oh, man, earlier, I thought I had that one. Hoop. Seriously, if we said earlier that Chris Ballard has a plan and they're bringing in a QB and it's, you know, Jimmy G quality or Kirk Cousins quality, then it's a five, man. Absolutely yeah. a five because, you know, yeah, yeah. So you guys, Chad's still up too. Moving on. I don't. I, I don't know what I did. I don't. I don't remember making that. No, it's really. good, man. You played it. You played it cool. You just kept going like nothing happened. I don't remember you like, doing it. You're just like it was like gross man like TV sitcom wow. level burp. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was good. I feel awful. I feel like I just killed the podcast for a second time. No, it's all good, man. It's all good. Right Let on. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. Where's Leonard Fournette going? It feels like such a letdown with Letty, like oh. Lombardi Letty now. Lombardi but seriously, Lenny. this guy could. This guy could. This he's a top ten NFL pick, right? I mean, yeah. he's a lot better it's than so people said he was, right? Yeah, but um, hey, like where I want him going? Not sexy. I'm not really sure what he wants. Like he got his trophy. He's gotten his bag as first round pick. Does he want another one? You know, as far as bag of money who uh, knows? goes, like, honestly, who knows? I see him going somewhere where he wants to be the workhorse role, right? And and I think the Dolphins can do that for him. Stays in Florida, doesn't move that far. Because I just don't see him t- staying in Tampa with, you know, unless they trade for Watson or something like that. Right. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see him staying in Tampa. So, you know, yeah. Dolphins, Tua, check down Tua, like short game Tua, whatever you want to call him, like – I feel like it can be really close to, you know, kind of what he did with with Tampa Bay out there and, and really kind of sees that role. There's there's nobody else there. But obviously the draft, we'll see what happens. But um, I, I think him going to the Dolphins would be 
probably one of the better fits. And people yeah, have been I mean, waiting for it for two years, right? For them to have a truly lead back, I guess you could say. Say what you want about him, like, you know, being checked down sure and, you know, short passing game or whatever, but. He's your son. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend. Nah, you didn't offend family, me, but yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's a different coaching staff. And Brian, Brian Flores <laughs> obviously didn't trust him. So we'll see what happens this year. Yeah. Chad, what do you think? All right, so hear me out. So this one may not be as good uh, for Dynasty, but I got super excited when I thought about this. What about Leonard Fournette putting on a Baltimore Ravens helmet, going over there with Dobbins, playing the Mark Ingram role, Mark uh, Dobbins coming back from an injury, so Mm -hmm. you kind of want to cement that second spot. Um, And, yeah, that's like your one-two punch, right? You have Lamar Jackson, you have – um Dobbins kind of being your satellite back kind of being your scat back there and just run it down people's throat with uh with Fournette kind of similar to what he was doing over there in, in in Tampa and Jacksonville I mean yeah that's that's from a so from our scoring standpoint from an NFL fit standpoint I, excellent right but from a dynasty or a fantasy standpoint lose a little points because uh you know, there's competition, right? Competition for he's going to be limited as far as touches. So, but like from an NFL fit standpoint, yeah, excellent. I I, I do think that that Fournette would be really good in in with the Ravens. I think that's the kind of thing like there's there's just not there's not really other than the Dolphins there's not really any teams where he could just go and plug in there and be the lead number one role, right? Right, just unquestioned. Right, um, so like I give the Dolphins a five and the and the Ravens a four. Like I just you get a lot you 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 get a lot of boost just because it, it it's such a good NFL fit, right? But it's it's not as good a of a, a, a fantasy fit as the Dolphins. Yeah, and I actually don't know what style exactly that the Dolphins are going to run, but from what I know of their new head coach is that he does actually like to focus on power run game first. And we'll see how much that holds up. But, yeah, I think Leonard Fournette is the type of guy that, that they would like to to, to sign. Um, I'm going to give Mike the win on that, but not by much. Uh, and, only because, and only because of the, the, the fantasy implications, right? I think the NFL... As far as an NFL fit, the Ravens are probably a little bit better. I, I think that would actually probably be a little bit better for Leonard Fournette if he's just not the lead back. He's imagine probably, imagine if Dobbins probably not I mean, that guy right now. Not wishing injury on anybody, but imagine if Dobbins comes comes back slow or or does get yeah. injured in that offense. I and mean, same he's, with he's probably an elite dynasty player in that offense. Uh, Leonard Fournette is Fournette, yeah. actually. You know what? Yeah. That's a really really good point because I mean, I've like Mark Ingram on... was. You know, when Mark Ingram uh, was there, I mean, right. I just view it as the same kind of kind of deal. Well, I mean, so let's be fair. Because I've been harping on Jamison Williams as being a lesser um, dynasty, well, fantasy draft pick. You know, maybe like I see him as like an early second, as a lot of people see him as a late first. So, like, I'm not hugely far off. But 
that's a really good point because if I'm saying he's not going to, well, not saying he's not going to, but there's a chance that he doesn't come back cleanly from that injury. Well, then there's a chance that anybody doesn't come back cleanly from that injury. And that applies to Dobbins and, and Gus Edwards both, right? So if they sign a guy and he's healthy and he comes out and takes the job, then who the who the hell is job Dobbins? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He he'd absolutely get Wally pipped. So yeah, I mean, it's a really good point, but I'm still gonna give it a four. I, I was gonna give it a three, but I'm gonna give it a four. But Dolphins are a five, man. That's a that's a perfect fit right there, if you ask me. You know, there it's a team that really needs a veteran back and He's a strong veteran back that probably isn't going to command, you know, more than five or six million a year. So that's a point for Mike. Hey, hey, hey Jesse, I just had to say, um, I have never heard the term Wally pipped before. So <laughs> yeah. I I just had to never? Google that. I have Did never you just, heard it. Really? You've never heard that before? To take I've the, never heard it either. Really? It's like a term from like the 60s? It, or? Yeah, it's the term. No, it's, like it's 90, a term from like. Years ago. No, ninety years ago, from Thank you. Wally Pip losing his job to Lou Gehrig. Apparently. Lou Gehrig. Thank you. Yeah, it's an <laughs> I have never heard that before. My entire life. Most. It is the most famous case of a player getting hurt and then his never, backup coming back. in and taking yeah. his job. So uh, Wally Pip. Whoa, 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 whoa! That, Tom Brady. We're talking about Tom Brady. Maybe I don't know. So Wally Pip Warner. <laughs> Wally Pip was an all star. <laughs> Right. And Does Wally got, Pip have a movie? Kurt Warner has Wally, a movie. And then Bledsoe was in Super Bowl like two years before. <laughs> Wally Pip was an all-star and then got hurt and then got replaced by Lou Gehrig and never started a game again for the Yankees. And Lou Gehrig has multiple movies. You Isn't know? that the guy that played the Hulk? Today, <laughs> I am the luckiest man on the planet. That's all I have to say. Like, come on, man. If you don't know who Wally Pip is, dude, you don't know baseball. Hey, hey, let's uh, let's close this out on something exciting. I, I kind of want to get Chad's opinion on something because okay. Jesse and I just had a had a trade. Well, okay. First of all, Jesse, you can tell Chad he won. So, hey, good job, you won. Oh, <laughs> thank what? You. What are you talking about? It was completely the unexpected. The game. Oh, uh, oh, the game's yeah. done. Right. Yeah. Oh, game. Okay. Oh, it's Chad gets a win on this. Ooh, yeah, that's does. Sorry. really gross. Uh, oh, didn't expect it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, so surprising. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Jesse and I did a trade, and we're all in the same league, right? And it was just kind of an exciting one. So I wanted to see Chad's thoughts on it. It was I traded away Jamar Chase and TJ Hawkinson for Kyle Pitts and T Higgins, and it's in the I tight end premium. Told him which which side? Well, actually, he knows because well, I mean. Kind of matter, yeah, right? He's a little weak, but so I just wanted to see what you thought about it. I thought it was kind of a fun little trade. Um, well, you, you thought I was going to be like, Well, I like Mike more, so no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently, <laughs> pretty Jesse much, that. Yeah. pretty much, since I like uh, Mike, let's pretty much it. anything I do is like ridiculous, stupid, but, yeah. All right, go on. <laughs> uh, so you said Jamar Chase, TJ Hawk for uh, Pitts and, and Higgins, yes, yep, that's that's an interesting one because I think, um. I, I really felt like it was so completely like even, even, yeah. And this I is this so is what thought it was so. What's even. the premium? What's the premium? Point five. Point five. Okay. 
Uh, in a point seven five, I would say it's dead even. I'd rather have the chase side in a point five. Um, you know what? Just Boom. because you know what, Mike? Boom. Just because oh, you want to so- trade trade in Chad's eyes. Good job, Jason. <laughs> just because I get so little chance to, to, to like victory lap on you. <laughs> just I mean, but like this is a tra- that's a trade that could look completely different, you know, next year. Yeah. Right? Like it all depends on on like Jamar Chase gets hurt, and then Higgins is the one there for the rest of yeah, the year. It's, and then, the way it's I look at even... it is Pitts doesn't turn into what we all think he's going to, and Chase already has. Yeah, I mean it, that's 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 what separates it for me because I think right. a lot of people that's would argue me on this point, but I think that Higgins and I have a lot of Higgins, but I think that Higgins and Hawk are both slightly overrated in Dynasty to me. Huh. Um. I love T Higgins. Both of them. And I know I love T Higgins too. I just, I think that people are paying wide receiver one prices for him. Right. Um, right. And where I it's, see him, I think it's going to be hard to have a number two getting the them. best yeah. wide receiver, prices. the yeah. best wide receiver to you. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, and I'm not saying that he can't have wide receiver one finishes. I think he definitely can in that potent offense, but I just, I just have a tough to time without seeing it, you know. Yeah. Like I want to see it for if a wide receiver to two and carry you like Debo did. You might be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it's just the price on him is so high, and then with Hawk, right? Like Hawk is undoubtedly extremely talented, um, but who knows when that offense is going to get together and, and right. give him a season where he looks the part. Um, the quarterback we just haven't seen it so scary yeah i mean the whole offense is is so scary right now other right. than that offensive line so we'll we'll just see how that goes together but for the prices that they're going for um kind of the same with pits they're all three kind of going as if they've already done it right although already al- although guys. chad you just you just made a, a really good point without i don't know maybe without trying but i mean if you have the offensive line first the other pieces are easier to fill, I think. Yeah, you know? I, I yeah, I think if you know think, you're looking for a quarterback, you know what I mean. Yeah, but so like the pro, and I'm not. I, I think the Lions are one of my kind of favorite up and coming teams as far as yeah. the way that they're building the team. Agreed. I love it, but the the problem is that at the end of the day, how they build the offense with with how they build the offense, the team still has a chance to not be filtered through Hawk the way that the Chiefs offense is filtered through Kelsey, the way that the 49ers offense was filtered through Kittle, right? right. Like that's how those offenses were designed to go through those two players. This year. The Lions still have the chance to go in a different direction where they go through a, a, a Swift or they go through yeah. another player that comes in on the boundaries uh, at wide receiver. Like it's just not very developed yet. So you just, it's just kind of a wait and see. Um, and with the price that you're paying a, for Hawk, but he's, he's such talented. A su- he's such a supreme talent that, like, if a if a really good, like, above average quarterback were to come in there, you would think that, like, you know, Hawk immediately takes a huge jump, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you would think, but again, I mean, it's a it's these are huge ifs, yeah, it's huge speculation, and and like I agree with you, I love the way. Detroit's like building this team, but they have to get it right at quarterback. They're going to have a shot. They're going to have one shot and they have to get it right. 
Well, so when I'm saying that these guys are overrated, I don't mean they're very overrated. I just mean maybe slightly, slightly overrated. Um, and just, yeah, that we've seen Chase do it. We've seen Chase have that top five, top 10 wide receiver season. Right. Um, and we know he's the premier guy there. Uh, when I see it from, from Pitts and he looks like the, either the tight end one, two or three, because let's be honest, that's, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, maybe that trade becomes dead. Even if it was, if it was that 1.75 premium, it's a little bit safer on the pit side. And maybe I'm, I'm saying, you know what, like you can't argue with either side there. Like, right. Because even if with like, even if he has, you know, not elite production, he still gets you elite fantasy production because of the both. Well, yeah. And then also like, if you, if, if it's a 1.75, right. And he does become, it's not necessarily that the floor increases. It's just that, you know, if you don't have one of those top three tight ends and he becomes one of them, then you're so much better off than everybody else. Then it makes yeah. that deal worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, I mean, the whole, the whole deal hinges on whether Pitts hits to the degree that everyone yeah. expects him to. Right. Yeah. So Chase has yeah, already cause... hit. I, I, I feel pits, my side pits, is safer, but Mike's side has the better upside. If it if it was 0.75 premium and Pitts hits, um, and he's even tied in two behind Kelsey the next couple of seasons for yeah. like this season and next season. Yeah, it's a loss for me because I'd rather have him over place. over Chase no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. So agreed. Agreed. But it's 0.5, and we'll see. Because I, like I like I said, I when I saw it come to me, I was like, man, that is an exactly even trade. And I, I had zero chase. So, and, and, and had lamenting the fact that I took new zero chase last year because I just, I, I just was never really in the, in, in a good position to take him. I don't know. It just never really worked out. So I, I got it and we'll see how it works out. Yeah. Good trade yeah. guys. It was fun. Hey, make those yeah. take those big swing, guys. You never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. All right. Exactly. All right, guys. Like amazing episode. I know it's supersized, hour and a half. We're just Ooh. hitting one thirty right now. But uh man, I, I think we dispensed and absorbed a lot of fantasy information right now. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, is this gonna be fun come Monday? <laughs> right? Absolutely. I mean, it's already been ridiculous. <laughs> It's already been ridiculous, and, and, and tampering isn't, hasn't even started. So, yeah. man, next week's show, I apologize. I may or may not be here, but we will have Clay, not Clay Matthews, but um, Mr. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> Mr. Baby from uh, from DWZ fame. Uh, we've had him on before. He's an amazing guest, and... Uh, this is going to be possibly the first episode I ever miss. We'll see. I may be able to jump in on my phone. But we'll no, figure it out. We'll, we'll hold it down. We'll yeah. figure it out. No, I mean, please. We'll keep you blocked. Super- you can watch the stream. With Sup- the Supreme faith in you gentlemen. <laughs> you will hold it down. I know that. So anything you guys have to say before we go? No, nah, man. Sign nope. us off. Take us out. Can, can I have your... Can I have your Twitter Twitter handles? I don't yeah. know mine. <laughs> mine is DWZ Mike. Should be posting more. Woo! 
right. Yeah. I mean, I have almost four kids. Come on, guys. I run DWZ underscore war games. I mean, that's my Twitter handle. That's I run that. So, you know, if you guys hear that or see that, that's me. Um, Anyway, join us next week. Uh, We will be back at our regular time, maybe. But that's up to the gentlemen that are across from me. Uh, Thanks for joining us and have a great night. Later. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday. If we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.